So, this week's going to be about panic attacks, mechanical problems, and stimulus checks. And people not talking to each other. This has been a very eventful week. And Saturday was International Happiness Day. Yeah, right. Hi, this is Amy Joe, your stationary nomad. And this is Living from the Bottom to the Top, a podcast about me living my life in my vehicle and my pursuit of buying a house. So I'm doing this episode a little bit differently. Um, this part's from Saturday. Um, I think it's Saturday anyways. I'm actually still trying to catch my get my wits back around me. Um, yesterday I posted my kind of ranty and ram- rambling um, episode. And it's been interesting since I posted that. Um, trying to get, you know, money for the tow truck. So I didn't have to use C's money. Um, I sold one ferret. And so I had that. Called my dad as a last resort. And basically got told that he was broke. And he was headed back home from Oklahoma. Even though they said they were going to be there for three weeks. They weren't even there. They were there just barely over two weeks. Um, And I got a song and dance about how broke he was. And I was only asking for $90. Yeah. So I know where I'm at on that. So, C's like, okay, fine, I'll pay for the flatbed on Saturday. No problem. Three people in the Arco knew I was here. They all three talked to me. And uh, two of the gals wanted to make sure I was okay. You know, I'm female. I'm alone. I'm in a vehicle in the middle of a parking lot. So anyways, I wasn't really worried about it because I'm going to get towed today. And I finally was able to fall asleep. To be woke up by something slamming behind my vehicle with the beep beep. I was just about to be towed by the the person inside the Arco because nobody had told him that I was actually in the vehicle. I'm at the tail end of my panic attack. And I just realized a little bit ago that that's what it was because I could not catch my breath. I thought I was having... I've had symptoms of asthma, or at least I thought it was asthma, off and on for years. And what it amounts to is I've had panic attacks, and I just now realized that. But this was a full-blown panic attack. I tend so, so identify with C when he's in full panic. 
and him needing his inhaler and because he does have asthma and COPD and a bunch of other things and then you had the panic attack on it no wonder you can't breathe you, you feel like you're dying anyways so I managed to not get towed because one I can't afford it from my prospects and yeah and then the IRS tool finally tells me when I'm going to get my stimulus. They're not even mailing mine until March 22nd, 26th. And Ruby's registration is basically up. So at the end of the month, she'll be out of regis- out of whatever. Her registration will be done. So somehow I have to get her running, get her smogged. And get the registration paid. And then figure out how not to get stopped. While the tags get sent to my dad. And then he finally decides to send them to me. Yeah. Things look a little bleak right at the moment. (laughs) Remember I was saying, you know, the universe is chucking rotten lemons. So we're still chucking the rotten lemons, only now we're playing dodgeball and they've stuck me in a corner with uh, no way out. I'm an easy shot. But uh, the one gal that uh, I talked to the night before, she's really a nice gal. Um, Jocelyn, I think, is how I pronounce her name. And... uh, she came in this morning. She left last. She was actually one of the ones I talked to last night, and uh, she came in this morning. And I talked to her, and talking to her helped me calm down a little bit. But panic attacks are no joke, people. If you've never had one, and you have a friend that has panic attacks, don't make fun of them. If they haven't puked on you, you're lucky. I feel like I need to puke. You can't catch your breath. You want to run, but you can't run because there's nowhere to run. Because it's part of you. You can't get away from it. I don't know if I'll sleep tonight because that was a terrifying experience. I mean, what had I not woke up and I'm in the freaking vehicle going down the freeway on a bat flatbed. To somewhere where I can't afford. And then. I logged on to Facebook. To check something. I forget what. I think just to kind of. Get into some kind of routine. And I find out today's International Happiness Day. I'm not happy. And I don't know that I can be because I don't think my affirmations are working. And we know that 
things just seem to keep going wrong the more I use it, so I'm definitely done using it. And I don't know what's wrong with Ruby, so I do know once we get get her back to camp, I can at least get the battery jumped, because there's ways to do that. And, uh, in fact, I think I even have a plug-in, uh, charger. Have to see. And, uh, if not, we'll figure it out. Always do. Always do. I mean, if we have to disconnect one of these bigger solar panels, we can charge Ruby that way. But, uh... So, like I said... And there's a siren. So... A couple of them. Looks like police. But, uh... Yeah. Like I said, this episode's gonna be a little bit different. It might be more of a day-to-day thing until Friday when I post. Because I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Unless I'm, I'm really, really hoping that it's not the fuel pump. But once we get back to camp, I'm going to have to start at the, the, the gas tank and work my way forward and see what it might be because I've changed the fuses I can't seem to figure out where there might be a reset switch and depending on which video on YouTube you look at and all the forums and whatever there may or may not be a switch for Ruby to reset and then there's the fuel injectors that's $300. At least they're easy to change. Then there's the valve. The purge valve. That's 40 or 50 bucks. I know how that comes out. Because I checked it. And then from there. I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Of what. So yeah, needless to say, it's not even 7 o'clock right now in the morning and I'm already on the verge of tears and I know that's from the panic attack because I'm still in the flight mode and so if somebody says they're having a panic attack, just remind them to breathe. Because you can't catch your breath just and be there. You know, ask them if there's anything they can do. Some people just need to be held. Um, I'd have decked somebody if they touched me right at that moment. Because I felt like I was on fire. And I couldn't breathe. And I wanted to puke. And trying to explain anything. 
in the middle of a panic attack is near impossible. Don't, if somebody's having a panic attack, don't just tell them to get over it. You can't. It's like having your worst nightmare happen and you come flying awake and you feel like you're still in that nightmare even though you're awake. So, here in a little while, I will take my change and use my app and I will the app I have free coffee and I for later I have a free sandwich and I can use that with my soda that I can get for free and uh, but here in a little bit they have a taquitos or something I think that's how you pronounce it and they're uh, french toast and sausage I don't care for sausage but with these these are really really good and two for two dollars isn't too bad. And I have enough change. I can do that. Because when I do pay for cash. Unlike a lot of people. I take my change. Pennies included. Because they all add up. And I put them in a little jar for emergencies. And that's how I've been eating. And feeding my cat for the last two days. Is with change. Because I didn't have any money in my PayPal account. And while I have a little bit in there, I'm trying to get more so I can, you know, at least pay C back. I mean, I even asked my kid, who said I can reference him by his nickname, which is Gnomish. I even asked him, and I, I was pretty sure he didn't have any money. He has child support. And bills and he's you know he was basically laid off for most of 2020 because he's a cook he lucked out he i mean he got to be a manager or still is i'm not sure how he i think he's working two maybe three jobs to get caught back up on his child support because they screwed him over because he was trying to get it so that you know okay the pandemic happened I've lost my job. What do I need to do? You know, before my, you know, his unemployment. Here's my unemployment. And basically they didn't do nothing. And so when they went back to the office, the first thing they did was ding him. Even though he tried at the very beginning to get everything into place. But I have to give him credit. And the fact that he is working his ass off to get caught back up. And he's in his kids' lives, even though she makes it incredibly difficult. And we won't go there either, because that'll just get me mad. And I don't need to be mad. And I need to be, I need to calm down a little bit. And I'm, guess watch the sun come up. It should be coming up here shortly. The sky's lightning. And it's going to be a cloudy day. And from what I could see, it's supposed to be windy. So it's going to be a fun day all the way around.
So that's it for part one right now. So this is um, part two. And it's the end of Sunday. And my Saturday did not get any better. I was told we had roadside service through Verizon. At least we all thought we did. Um, downloaded their app like they said to do. Stated that I wasn't in the system. So C called them and had to redo everything and we got the rigmarole and runarounds for like four hours. And in the meantime, while this is all going on, I get a knock on the window saying I need to move my vehicle. And I'm like, I'm trying to get a tow right now. And basically I needed to go talk to the owner because I needed to get my vehicle out of the way because it was in the way, which I've never figured out how I was in the way. So I went and talked to him and told him I was, you know, I was hoping to be out Friday, except the people that I was trying to get, that was going to pay for my tow back out, which was a little bit of a fib because I couldn't find a somebody to pay for my tow. And uh, he just wanted me gone as soon as possible. So I'm working at that. C's having a fit and calling everybody stupid humans and all that. So then he says, you should be good to go. Call them and get this and do this and this and this. So I do, and I'm not authorized to make any requests. Only the owner of the Verizon account, which is Pup, can make it. Unless she makes me an eligible manager which C won't allow because I don't contribute to the phone bill. Okay. Let's just make sure I feel even more like shit. I've already been, already had a panic attack, which he still doesn't know about. Not that he'd care at this point. Um, I'm on Verizon talking to Malachi, and he's telling me exactly what I need to have done. To which I get told, I'm a stupid human, and I'm not understanding English. And I'm like, no, I understand English perfectly. You're not listening. So then I, he's like, fine. He cancels, every, cancels everything. Tells me to find the cheapest tow truck I can. I do. Their ad said $69. Called them. Told them that I needed towed to the middle of the desert. Most people would understand. That means that's a ways. Even though it's 22 miles, it takes an hour. Maybe I should have said that. I don't know. I should have known it was going to be a problem when he's like, text me the number, you know, text me the address here. So I text him the address and a photo of my vehicle so he knows what I'm, where I'm at and whatever. 20 minutes later, he's like, text me this. I did. I'm like, I did. So I retexted it without the photo. He got that. 
So he comes in and he's like, do this, this, and this. And I'm like, I can't. The battery's dead. She won't turn over. So he's telling me, basically, he's treating me like a stupid female. And I'm being, without saying you're a stupid female, to which C's already made me feel like a stupid female or a stupid person, because, you know, and I'm like, you know, take, because he's, you know, the tow truck driver's a little concerned about taking me to the desert. I'm like, well, you know, you could, I guess, drop me here and I could figure it out from there. To which she's like, if you don't have him drag you all the way out here, I'm not paying. You're on your own. Well, obviously, I have to have him drag me out here because I don't have any money. So, I'm basically dealing with C being in a bad mood because he's had to deal with stupid humans all day. I'm dealing with Yarko, who wants me gone. And now I'm dealing with a tow truck driver. Tow truck driver gets me hooked up. He'd rolled down my window, had me roll down my window. Now the window won't roll up. Now I've got a secure Boyd, so he's not trying to jump out the window. He's yelling at me to get out of my rig. I'm trying to tell him I have a cat I need to secure. He's yelling at me because he had a second job lined up. Not my problem, not my fault, not my problem. Whatever. Told him I have to be towed all the way in. He's like, well, it's 140. I'm like, not a problem. Probably should have told him, no, you're probably going to want $200. But $140 is still not bad. Ended up with some old man following behind us because he was drunk or something. So he gets on onto the road, onto Buckthorn. And I'm telling him, semis, little cars, you know, they all come out here. They do. And how grateful I am for him and whatever. And he's getting madder and madder and madder. And he's telling me if the that this road was not the, the vehicle he's made. And it says 4x4 four four on this flatbed, by the way. And he's already told me if it gets too sandy, he's got to stop and drop me. Well, managed to get him to get me all the way to the beginning of the driveway back to the property. And I'm like, you can drop me here. Because he's mad at me. He's telling me he's going to lose his job because he's lost four four calls. And he's trying to tell me his boss. And I'm like, I've already figured out he is the boss. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm too stupid to figure that out on my own. Because he's got two different phones going on. One goes to the number and then you're supposed to call him back at his private number. One of my exes was brother was a tow truck driver for a very, very long time. So I know how tow trucks work. At least he wore a mask. And I got the card from C and, and on the way in, he never said anything about cash. And then halfway in, he tells me, oh, and this is, ca or halfway on, up here, he's like, oh, and you're paying cash, right? I'm like, uh, no, it's a credit card. He's like, uh, internet work out there? I'm like, yeah, the internet works just fine out there. Because I have a feeling he'd have dropped me wherever the hell I was at that point. 
and and cut his losses. And I think had he known what the road was going to be like, he would have done so. So anyways, I got dropped where I'm at, got the card, paid see, paid him, signed it, and he left. Because he's trying to tell me it's going to be dark before he leaves, gets out of here. He had two hours to leave. So that tells me he doesn't know how to drive that truck correctly. And that, you know, it, if the truck broke down, it would be $2,000 out of his pocket, and he's going to lose his job, and whatever. And my phone's getting ready to die at that point. And I see had asked me if I'd buy him cigarettes because why not? So I walked all the way up to the Chevron, bought cigarettes, returned the cigarettes and his card back to him. Didn't say anything else. Got back up to the rig and I've got a whole slew of messages from him about how I'm blocking the road that no help can help come and help if there was any help to come you know if we needed help um and then I wasn't going to get any help okay not help no help pushing it back or anything else like whatever I I was just I was so done at that point I I just closed everything up and uh locked her up because why not? No, oh, and I, I, I kind of put the battery on a charge. And of course, it took the little battery that I was using as a charger. And uh, the, uh, the alarm light, which is blue, starts really flashing and freaked me out. Because I was facing a different way. And at this point... At that point, I was curled up in a fetal position because there was nothing left. There really isn't anything left. But yesterday, there really wasn't anything left. Because the universe was still, had decided the dodgeballs weren't enough. So let's um, make sure we add arrows to it as well. And as I put it to... uh, my one group, the topping of my cake, my my rotten lemon cake was a maggot-infested cherry, and what little spark that I might have had was gone, curled up into a ball. I didn't care if anything happened at that point. The universe hates me. And people will sit there and say, no, it doesn't. Da, da, da. Come live my life. I'm in a state I don't like. I'm in a place I'm not happy. There are no trees. It's windy. It's sandy. I keep getting told my, my vehicle's a piece of shit. Yet, nobody wants to help me do anything. So, whatever. So, I slept. I set my alarm. Because I knew I needed to take the battery out. Take it down. It's a good 300, 
well, it's probably a thousand yard walk. Might be a little bit more. Might be a half a mile. I don't know. I really don't care. Took the battery down there. It's still sitting where I put it. Because, you know, why would anybody want to help me out any bit? By, you know, maybe figuring out how to charge it for me. So that I'll have to do tomorrow. Um... Couldn't find the uh, crank for the jack, so I had to do that as, with a screwdriver. I've seemed to have misplaced placed a pair of pliers. I'm hoping that I didn't leave them on a tire, and when uh, Ruby got pulled backwards because the tow truck driver is an idiot, because the other tow truck driver that gave me the panic attack was just going to pull her up, you know, backwards. Which would have been okay, because at least then I would have been facing the right way. But, you know. It really didn't matter. Because I got chewed out no matter what I did yesterday. So, I'm a stupid human being. That has no common sense, and... I don't contribute... To anything. So anyways. Today I had somebody else buy. A couple more ferrets. And some catnip mice that I need to make. And I told them I'd get them out sometime this week. Whether I have to walk. The. Seven hours or whatever. To the post office to do so. I will. Um, I've not, I, like I said, I walked down with the battery. I got the, uh, jack, which I couldn't find the, uh, handle for until later on. Like, almost the end of the day. And I took my time. Because, why not? Uh, you know. Because I have to keep calming myself down. And trying to keep my composure. So, you know, because crying, that just gets, you know, your your face is wet and you're, you're in the desert. You're just going to end up with sand-caked face. That's uh, no good. So, anyways. And I've made the decision that I will be taking, once I get Ruby back down further, I will be taking the hood off because I'm tired of ratcheting it down and watching the the ratchet strap get uh, chewed up. So there's that. Then, uh... I'm sorry. Like I said, it's been it's been kind of rough. It took me forever to fall asleep last night, and because everything was dead, I had no way to charge my phone. So, because the first thing I did was actually take my Yeti down and plug it in last night, so it's charged. So I can at least keep have my phone charged off and on all night. Because why not? Excuse me. So I curled in up, up in a ball and uh, 
until my knees are like, oh no, you can't do that. And didn't realize I had twisted my knee yesterday in the middle of my panic attack trying to make it so I didn't get towed off to nowhere, which probably would have been the better thing to have happen. I'd probably be sitting in some tow yard or arrested because I'm in my vehicle. Oh, yeah. So anyways, and I bought myself cigars because why not? I I don't normally smoke, but it does help me calm down. I I think it's more of uh it's something to do and focus on instead of just letting the thoughts continually run through your head. Not that it's really done any good to stop that happening. Um my rig is a mess because it just is. And, but, the good thing is, one of the, uh, Gustavo, I believe is how, how you pronounce his name, uh, he's one of the workers for the farm, saw that the hood was up and asked if I needed any help, and he'd come help me and whatever, and I'm like, I'm done for the day, and told him that what I... Which is really hard to do, you know, tell somebody that speaks only Spanish and you only speak English. It it gets a little hard. Thank you, Google Translate. And he had somebody that sort of spoke English with him. So I explained to him what I was doing and that I was done for the day and I needed to get the battery charged and I needed to finish putting, you know, you know, I've got to check the fuel pump, and there's a part that might be in the fuel pump that might be bad, but I'm not thinking it has anything to do with the fuel pump, but, you know, I'm too dumb to know anything else, so we'll start at the gas tank and work forward. But I'm wondering if it's just going to be easy, you know, maybe I just need to figure out how to make $3,000 and just completely replace the engine. Because I don't know why Ruby was in auction. I mean, maybe there's more things wrong than I know and whatever. But I do know that I need to figure out how to make $1,000 a month so I can pay for my part of the phone bill, pay rent on the property, because that's all I am. You know, I, I, don't, I don't contribute. I only use his money. Um, so I need to go back, figure out how to get back to where I'm paying my bills all of my bills, besides just Netflix, you know, get my own Philo account, um, get a Prime account, get, uh, pay my insurance, pay for the storage units, you know, all of that, gas, food, 
Hold that. And while I probably should get tires for Ruby, I'm actually looking at a Coleman stove with an oven. And then I'll get a, a, a tank of gas for me because I am 100% done. And if that means I need to reconfigurate -configure, my rig so that I can, you know, cook. Which actually means I might be actually warm during the night. You know, oh, I want coffee at 2 a.m. I can have it. And not worry about if I'm going to wake somebody up and put them in a bad mood. Because um, right now, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I said, post office is seven hours away. And... Uh, Sometimes I wonder if they're pity buys, the people that buy stuff, if they're pity buys because they know I'm having a rough time. But I'm still grateful for them. And it might be a little bit difficult to understand. My one customer, my one buyer, she wanted uh, a rooster ferret. Basically made with, you know, fabric that you got roosters on it. And I uh, told her once I could, you know, make it to Joanne's, I'd look and see. I'd actually looked at some fabric and thought about it, but didn't know if it would be a good thing, seller or not. So what did she do? She went out and bought a yard and a half of it and is mailing it to me. Because she worries about me. So it's nice to know that there's somebody besides my child that gives a damn. But at the same time, I kind of feel like a charity case. I mean, yeah, I... I, I that's not right. That's not that's not exactly it either. That that's no, I don't feel like a charity case. I don't know what I feel like anymore. And where I'm at right now is different looking out in the desert. You can see all the lights that are lighting up the desert. And it being Sunday, it should be the end of anybody that's out playing around. But it looks like there's a flash of light out there. I can only hope that the tow truck driver didn't turn in all these pot farms. Because that's going to be a problem. Because... Some of them are owned by Asians. Some are owned by Mexicans. And I don't know if it's the Asian gang. I don't even know what gang that was. Or the Mexican tar cartels, you know. Because there is gunfire out here. 
at times. And 2020 just watched, just exploded this area up big time. Because it's people trying to make a living. And I can't blame them. I mean, if they can make a living that way, go for it. So that's how my Sunday's been. And I'm getting ready just to lay down and maybe go to sleep so I can get back to work with everything in the morning. Because I've got to figure out how to place the jack so it's not in the way of the gas tank so I can pull it out so I can take out the uh, fuel pump again and make sure that everything's working correctly. Put it back, you know, follow the rail, make sure there actually isn't a fuel filter, which may or may not be there. Oh, but I did find out there is no reset switch, but it did show um, I, the one spot is where the cabin filters are supposed to be. That it could have been. I'm like, oh, well, I'm here. You know, I've got everything torn apart. Why not? Well, I did find out one thing. There are no filters where the cabin filters are supposed to be. So, I'll have to do that too when I get a run-in again. So, yeah. So, that's it for part two. So, it's Monday night. And, like I said, I'm doing this a little bit differently. Just because the way this whole thing has been going. So, I dropped the gas tank yesterday and managed to get it back out enough to check and everything. And fuel pumps all hooked up correctly and fought to get it back together. And trying to get the, uh, the hoses to connect, I bruised up my arm pretty good. But at least it was back together. So now... I'm going to have to figure out how to get her pushed, get Ruby pushed back all the way to where she needs to be so I'm not walking as far. I kind of hoped that uh, Catavo, Gustavo, whatever his name is, was going to stop by and would help push back. But it's I forgot it was Monday. So... I did that, and I put the battery back in and put the maintainer on it because I'm not I'm not in the mood to fight with anybody anymore. I'm just, I can't. It's just, I have nothing left to fight with. It is what it is. But in following the fuel line from while the tank was down, I got up underneath the engine and somewhere something's leaking I don't know if it's the fuel injectors or the engine itself but either way about 4 o'clock C decided to message me about the dogs 
and that I needed to talk to the UFOs to get my truck running. Okay. Um, that doesn't help me do anything else. Um, mainly because he needs me to take him and the dogs to the vet. And I guess he really hasn't been paying attention to the fact that all vets, you go, you call, they come get your animal, and they take them in. You don't get to go. And him being a veteran, he's like, well, I'm going to call Edwards and see about their veterinarian clinic because he has human trust issues. Okay. That's good to know. I don't know how you're going to Edwards because unless I can get Ruby started and I'm, my gut feeling is just, it's not good. So that means somehow, some way, I have to come up with another vehicle. At this point, I just need to get Ruby pushed back since I know at least I can, you know, live on her. And get a car. And, uh, you know, at least having a car I can go places. Be a lot cheaper. To an extent. But you gotta have money to do that too. And so there's that. But never once. Did he ask how I was? I mean, obviously I'm alive. And I think that's the only reason he really texted me, messaged me, was to make sure I was okay. Um, yeah. So, tomorrow I will recharge the Yeti. Because I have a couple things I have to get sewn. And it's supposed to be windy as hell, of course. And if I can find a piece of wood big enough to use as a, a pry bar or lever or whatever, I will put Ruby in neutral and manhandle her backwards. Best I can do. Because, obviously, we know I'm not getting any help. And I'm not going to ask for it. I'm done. I don't think people understand just how done I am. My cat does. He's been all over me today. You know, giving me kisses and sitting on me when I'm in the vehicle. And just being. Doesn't mean I'm not still crying. But it's more frustration, I think. And just being completely feeling hopeless. And I've got to get some things done. And make the commitment to go make my seven-hour walk to the post office. And the seven-hour walk back. With a ten-pound package. Only I think there's more than one package waiting there. 
So depending on what it is, I don't know. I'll figure it out. I always do. It's just who I am. But at least I know where I stand in the universe. I'm a doormat. I'm the doormat for the universe to wipe its feet on. That's all I'm good for. So I keep telling my cat he needs to be the cat from outer space and make my vehicle work. He gives me a little a little look and does the yeah right kind of thing. But I don't know what else to do. It's either that or just Finish curling up into the ball after I get everything done and sent off. It's been paid for. So. I've got to finish. Like I said, I've got some other things I've got to finish. But right now I've got to get Ruby backed up to where she she's not sitting right at the edge of somebody else's property. And, yeah. So that's it for Monday night. So, it's Wednesday. And I think what I'm going to do instead of do a day-to-day, I'm going to do video updates and post them to my YouTube channel. That unless you have the link, you can't get to. And the only way you can get the link is to be a supporter on Copay. Because right at the moment, I don't have that option with buy me a copy. And I will do a complete update on Friday. That way this is not like four hours long. And I'm not crying all the time. Not that I think I have much tears left. So... That's that. So, this podcast has been a little bit long, and I apologize for that. Um, I decided that really didn't want it to be like four hours long. So, I uh, started doing videos for daily updates, and... If you're a supporter or a member, you can uh, access those videos on my YouTube channel. Um, There have been some things happening. Um, C and I are at least talking, which we hadn't been. Basically, Tankaju, who is one of his dogs... um, Monday had started acting a little off. So he started calling around for vets to, you know, make a vet appointment. And Tuesday he finally got a vet for yesterday. Um, Basically, I'm understanding Monday she was a little off. And by Tuesday she was not getting up and moving around and whining and everything. So we've suspected that they've been working on a UTI. We couldn't prove it. 
Um, it was just vague symptoms. So, uh, he got into the vet yesterday. And Tank is a girl. She is a pit boxer mix. Um, the people that had her, that had both parents, well, all three parents, let's put it that way. They weren't sure who knocked up mom. And they were all related. So, we already knew that they were inbred. And unfortunately, Tank seemed to get all the genetic defects. Um, they were a little concerned that maybe she had done something to her ACL. But she hasn't. So that's a good thing. Um, there is no hip dysplasia. Um, she's a little, she's quite a bit of overweight. We knew she was getting overweight, but it's been so cold, nobody's been wanting to exercise. So, I mean, dogs included. So, needless to say, that's going to change. The poor thing is 103 pounds. She should be about 80 pounds. So, she's got 20 pounds of weight to lose, which will be good for her. Um, but unfortunately she also has arthritis in her lower lumbar, um, severely. I mean, it's not even, the poor dog isn't even seven years old yet and she has old man arthritis. And it's been cold. So yeah, she's been hurting. And then on top of it, she does have a UTI. But, uh, she got, uh. Use of a car so we could take her to the vet. So I didn't have to walk into town. Which was nice. And uh, pick up everything and whatever. And the vet was awesome. So that's good. Uh, didn't cost him nearly as much as I thought it might. They worked with him really well. And uh, so in two weeks we have to go back. But uh, right now. C will be going to Tennessee to see a friend for two weeks. This has been in the works before Ruby even had issues. Um, so I'm hoping the person that loaned us a car yesterday will still loan us the car today. Or tonight, because I have to get up at, oh shit, 30, to take him to LAX. And I, one, hate freeway driving. Two, I hate driving at night. And I hate driving to airports. So needless to say, I am not happy. But, um, because I had C's license expired last year and the pandemic made it impossible for him to renew it, um, I'm basically the only driver right now. So, I, uh, drove him down there and all that and we talked and we kind of figured out that we were both on the wrong wavelengths on a lot of things. Um, I'm a Cancer and I'm an empath. I pick up on a lot of emotions. Um, I don't do stress well, as you can hear through this entire podcast. Um, and my videos show show it as well. Um, but I told C that I completely understand panic attacks now and told him what happened. I still don't think he processed exactly what happened. 
because he was still worried about the dog. But he's like, panic attacks are no joke. And I'm like, no, they're not. And I'm like, and he's like, now be that way for 30 some odd years. I'm like, no, thank you. And that's the way he's been. So he's, I can understand why his adrenals are exhausted because, yeah, you're in flight mode 24 7. Yeah, you're going to have a adrenal exhaustion. I, I, like I told him, I would not wish that on my worst, worst enemy unless I knew it was going to kill him immediately. Him, on the other hand, he's got a vengeful streak. He would do that, but that's not me. Um, so we actually talked, and we also know that we tend to feed off of each other's energies. And so, while he was in a... We were still doing it via text because we weren't really in our we didn't interact I hadn't had coffee for like four days and I finally had coffee last night and it was just amazing because he, yes I'm addicted to my coffee I'm not quite addicted to my caffeine as C is to his Dr. Pepper but at the same time I probably needed a little bit of a break um, I did use some of my money to buy food last night because we were exhausted and because the vet was so busy and they thought he, he called to check in like you're supposed to, except they didn't check him in. And so basically it was like, oh, you missed your appointment. It's like, uh, no, I called and I can prove it. So went through everything and got that taken care of. So, that's that. So, I may post this early because, like I said, um, I'm going to be driving tomorrow morning. Early, early, early. And uh, I'll be using the last of my money to put into their car for gas to get down there and back. Um, I don't know how C came up with it only being 90 miles. It's actually 124 miles to get there. It takes an hour and a half one way. So it's a three-hour drive. And then I have to stop at the post office because he's expecting medication. and But it won't show up until Friday. So there's that. But at least I didn't have to carry a 10-pound package walking and all that. And uh, and Pup's stimulus is also supposed to be mailed out the same day as mine. So that'll be a good thing. It'll be just getting to the post office. Um, the other thing is i hoping the battery charged. I got the negative hooked up like you're supposed to, and I cannot get the positive to catch. Because, unfortunately for me, I have one of those uh, screw-in-the-side posts, and I hate those kind of batteries. Um, that may be something I actually change to where you put it on the top post, because I really hate the way this is. But I didn't get the spark that I normally do when you go to put the po positive on. So I'm not sure if the battery is toast. 
Or if maybe my alternator is gone. I need to call my father again and ask him about that. I called him yesterday to let him know that I resent the form back up with everything marked and a note telling him exactly what I needed filled out and a return envelope so he doesn't have to spend a dime. And I let him know it was coming because I don't trust his new wife. I don't like her. I've not liked her since the day I met her. Um, she is annoying. Uh, she thinks she's better than everybody. Uh, and while she doesn't fit the typical Karen, she's a Karen. Also, I don't think anybody realizes it but me, because I grew up with an alcoholic mother, that this woman is an alcoholic. Um, not sure she drinks every day, but alcoholics... Not all alcoholics drink every single day. Um, technically, I'm an alcoholic. I'm what they call a binge alcoholic. I know what my limit is. If I have more than that, then I'm not going to stop. And I have wanted a drink all week. And the fact that I want it so bad, I don't drink. Um, because I'm mad, I get, I'm a nasty drunk, so, not gonna, or I'm the, the weepy snotty drunk, and I'm like, I'm not doing either one of those, so I haven't had anything to drink, alcoholic-wise, um, but once I get everything taken care of, I may have a drink, depends on how everything goes. But uh, I thought I'd at least update, update everybody on what's going on. And I'm guessing I'm going to do my cards. And like I said, I may upload this on Thursday instead of Friday. But as I said, I have some videos. And I think I'm going to start doing daily update videos for my YouTube channel just so people can actually see my everyday today life and know what's going on. Um, because I don't edit, I might do some lives. I don't know yet. Because to up to uh, do the video it, and then upload it to YouTube, it takes two hours. That's a long time for an unedited video. Um... Yeah, a lot of people do edit their videos and whatever, but to me, that's not being authentic. And I want people to know what my life is like. And right now, it's not the greatest. And there's a wind advisory, and I was trying, like I said, I was putting the battery in, and the only way to get the hood to stay up is to prop it up and... Because of the wind, I actually put the bolts back in the uh, the uh, hinges. So even if the wind took my, my prop, it wouldn't drop it on my head. And the wind did take the hood and try and set it all the way up. 
So once I get Ruby moved back to camp, if I can ever figure out how to do that, um, I'm taking the hood off because I'm done and here shortly it's not really going to matter, I don't think. It might, I don't know. I have to find out if the hood actually helps keep the sand out or really doesn't. So, um, I have to look and see which card deck we're using still. I, I totally have forgotten because this week has just fried my brain a little bit. Um, so, yeah, um, I did find out that uh, both cof Buy Me a Coffee and Kofi both have uh, membership support pay uh, supports. So, if you want to buy me a coffee for two dollars, then one time, then you can see my videos. Or if you want to do memberships, I have a couple different membership levels. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the next thing I think is, I think I put my goal as a new engine, or $3,500 basically just to have Ruby gone through and see what's going on. Um, or if not, you know, $3,500 either gets Ruby fixed or it gets me a new-to-me used vehicle. And I actually have some ways to put her in, put it in my name, and uh, not worry too much about addresses and things because I'm tired of. This is the second year my dad has said he's not got the registration for Ruby, and to me, I know that's a lie. Because if he can get the tags, you can get the registration. So to me, that's somebody's hiding or throwing away the registration. Which I would not be surprised if she did that. Um, I'm not worried about my dad ever listening to my podcast. For one, he doesn't know what a podcast is. Nor would I ever link him to it. Um, and my one brother is deaf. So he's not going to listen to it. And my other brother could care less if I'm alive or dead. So there's all that. So I'm not worried about my my immediate family my son listens to podcasts and he knows pretty much what's going on anyways so and he his opinion of her is pretty much the same um so there's all that so i am going to figure out which card it is which card deck i'm using and go do a card Okay, so took me a few minutes, but I finally figured out I'm been using the Oracle of the Seven Energies by Colette Baron Reed, and uh, she actually has a, a new deck, the Shaman's Dream, which C has already ordered, and it will be at his friend's house tomorrow. And uh, I almost ordered it, but I'm like, no, I'll wait till my stimulus. So he'll actually get to see the deck before I do. But it looks awesome. And 
once I order it, it will be in the, put into the rotation of card readings. Um, and in fact, one of my membership levels, I actually um, will pull a card for you each month. And I think I have that limited to 20 people. And I think it's uh, $25 a month. Um, well, there's three different levels right now. And uh, the, fir the, one, the first one's pretty basic. And I think it's $5 a month. And then I have the $25. And you get a card reading along with some other stuff. And then I have my third level, and I think I have that at $40? It might be 50 a month. And you get a card reading and a, uh, some, some props for my Etsy shop and stuff like that. Um, they may expand further on once I... Because uh, I'm still working on the pages, trying to get them to be exactly what I want them to be. And just working off my phone, it's kind of difficult sometimes. So, I'm using, like I said, I'm using the Seven Energies Oracle. And as always, the question is, what does my audience and I need to know for the coming week? And we're finishing shuffling. And there's a link to Colette's uh, site in the description. And... There's links to my buy me a coffee and copay pages. Um, I am following people on Patreon. That's the only reason I haven't deleted Patreon. I'm not overly fond with them right now. Um, they're kind of pushy on a lot of things. So, and split the deck. And see what the Oracle has to say for our for all of us this week that card and as always I will take a picture and post it on my pages so you can see what these cards are and as always this one has no reverses so we have number 40 the land between and 40 I believe is energy 6 yes it is it is energy 6 and that is light, intuition, vision, imagination, prescience, knowing, perception, and mental states. Okay. That's interesting considering my mental state this week. And key concepts are being between worlds, learning to be okay while at the threshold of what was and what will be. Definitely where I'm at. A time of waiting and evolving. Okay. Gray areas, something essential, yet still in development and metamorphosis. Okay, those all pertain for this last week. So this is what it says. You're in a process of change. You know that you were called to it and can no longer be who you were. But you aren't sure what the next experience of your life will be. You're in between what was and what will be. In a pupil stage, like during the metamorphosis, of the caterpillar into the butterfly. However, you just can't skip the messy parts. You have to endure the unknown, the uncomfortable, as you reinvent yourself. The thing is, you're not quite there yet. You have one foot in the past, even if you're ready to shed that version of yourself. 
and become something new. You must start redefining who you are in the context of your question. What do you believe is possible when you get to the next place? Can you explore this stage of your evolution to get to know yourself better? The process in between worlds is where things really get interesting. You learn how to manage your fear, how to stay present in the now, how to see in the dark. You absorb the lessons offered to you with grace because you can't go any faster. This is a real test of emotional fortitude, patience, trust, and humility. Once you have made this no man's land your home, it will be a part of you. Then, whatever was set in motion comes to life. This is what you've been waiting for. When you look back, you will grow to love the place in between, for that's where you were reborn. So I'm guessing that's where I'm at right now. Is I've got to figure out exactly who I want to be. And one of the things I'm really am considering is changing my name just to leave the past behind um, I'm still working on it I don't know that I will I don't know how it will affect things I know that it's costly and it takes some doing and I'm kind of old but Actually, I'm not that old. You're only as old as you feel, and uh, age is, is just a number. So, I've got to remember all that. And this week has pretty much torn me down. So, um, I mean, I'm still on the verge of tears. And I think that's just five years of stress and uncertainty and not knowing what's going on and basically just knowing that realizing that uh, the support that I thought had been there through family really wasn't and that I'm kind of a loner but at the same time, I don't like being alone. So there is that. But like I said, I will take a picture of this beautiful card, post it on Copay and buy me a copy. Um, love to hear any suggestions or anything you'd like to hear about, about my life, or if you decide to become a member or a supporter and want to know more about the videos you know you right now I'm taking them in I'm doing them inside a ruby because it's cold out but uh, I can do them outside and show you some of the landscapes of where I am and hibernation for the tortoises is about done so I'm wondering if buddy will come through camp again and I'll be doing videos if he's if he's out and about, I will definitely do videos with him. Uh, so, that's it for this week.